Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave. I'm here with Amy and we are here to bring you all the action from day seven of Natsubasho taking place in Tokyo, Japan. Saturday Night Sumo. Saturday Night Sumo. We are here for it. Uh, Another great day of action, but... A sad note, though, as we went into day seven, because there was a QJO yeah. announcement. Yeah, I saw this quite late. I think it happened earlier on in the day, but uh, eventually saw that Endo was QJO. He hasn't got a win yet. He's uh, zero and seven now. Um, his Oyakata, Oetakaze Oyakata, said that he had pain in both his knees and he needed to rest. No word on for how long. But looks like he probably won't be back. It's a bit of a pity, actually. Uh, Endo at Maegashira 2, he's fighting at his highest rank since uh, 2019 July, where he was Maegashira 1 and went out on day 5, QJ. Oh, so it feels like just when he starts to get himself back up the top, an injury happens. So we don't know whether he'll be out for the rest of the uh, Basho. Hopefully he makes a return and gets some wins on the board, you know? Yeah, yeah. He, You could tell that something was definitely wrong. He wasn't moving like he usually does. If he was out for the rest of the Basho, at Magashira 2, you would have to put most bets on the fact that he would be safe. He won't fall fully out of oh, no. Makuchi with that. So that's okay. Hoshoryu was the guy who got the freebie, and that's his second Fusen show in this basho. The first was day one with Takiyasu. <laughs> Bit lucky. Yeah, a couple of uh, freebies there for Hoshoryu. Um, I hear people say, uh, sumo people, that Fusen shows can impact on a on a Ozeki run. Yeah, I don't think they do. As in they don't uh, impact it yeah. or they don't count? They don't impact okay. an Ozeki run because it's just down as a win and nobody remembers and they don't take it into account. <laughs> sumo uh, officials are just people I'm like a us. sumo person, exactly. Well, you know, we can't remember everything. <laughs> uh, we saw Kodoshigiku Oyakata Hidenoyama on the NHK commentary today and I just wanted to mention that because I just love a Kodoshigiku sighting. He's got a very, very good voice for commentary. Mm. Uh, great insights shown uh, from him on the uh, NHK coverage Yeah, today. lots of smiles and laughs. And we heard as well that Tochinoshin, the recently retired Tochinoshin, was going to be on the commentary on Monday. So I uh, should be able to hear some insights there as to, to his career, some reminiscing and maybe some, some clips from his career as well. Well, I, I think just the retrospective that they'll do on Tochinoshin will be worth tuning in for. It's worth following him on Instagram at the moment because he is reposting a whole lot of stuff that people are tagging oh, him great in. Great stuff. And because he's got such, you know, engaged fans, uh, everybody is posting all his best moments, heaps of video, heaps of photos. It's it's really cool. He's reposting it all. Um, there was one I saw where he just picked someone up like two feet above the dojo and deposited them yeah. outside. Classic Tochinoshi in there. So he'll be on NHK commentary. Look out for that. Let's get into some sumo. The first bout I wanted to talk about today was poor old Enho, who was brought up, dragged up, kicking and stre- screaming from Jurio to fight against Miyogiryu. Maegashira 14 Miyogiryu, nonetheless, uh, fighting first bout of the day. Not great for poor old Enho, who hasn't won yet. And 
didn't win today. Zero seven yeah, at zero zero three. Seven. What's happening? Oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's injury, but the form that got us very excited over January and March has completely left Enho, and he just doesn't seem to be able to mount a defence, let alone an attack this basho. Miogiriu, though, five and two. That's not too bad for him. Asuniyama, well, he didn't break a sweat today against Ichiyamamoto, just moved Ichiyamamoto with absolute ease across the doyo and over the uh, Tawara. Uh, Asuniyama undefeated, 7-0. Yeah. I mean, I didn't expect him to have too much uh, of a worry today. It was their first time meeting, but yeah, Ichiyamamoto couldn't do much. I did see some great Ichiyamamoto content today, and it was more along the lines of his extreme fandom of Wakataka Kage. There was another video where he, he showed off a lot of his Wakataka Kage merch. It just reminded well, me how sweet it is. We, we saw a couple of different ones, didn't we, as a bit of a notification goes off. Um, I, I saw him presenting to camera a little Wakataka Kage uh, like figure. Oh, yeah. That when he pressed a button, I can't remember what Wakataka Kage said. It was something like, I'll do my best sumo or yeah, something like that. probably. Uh, but... He was presenting a poster in the one you saw. Yeah, posters and banners. Uh, but he just has probably one of the best Wakataka Kage merch collections in the world, I think. He's just a <laughs> super fan. It's very interesting, isn't it? It's it's cool. And it, it did make me think today. I wonder if he's a bit down in the dumps because Wakataka yeah. Kage is not around, you know. he's He might find a lot of his sumo spirit from... Being in the same division as him and watching him fight, and maybe he's just really bummed about well, Wakataka Kage's position. Who's he there to impress, I think is the question. Wakataka Kage, yeah. it's clear. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and because he's not there, he's yeah, no good for Ichi Yamamoto, the poor guy. Tsurugisho, he came up against Hokuseiho, and he got the Morizashi straight away. His arms around Hokuseiho's belly he made sure that he got a left-hand belt group. And more importantly, he denied Hokuseiho his own belt and kept up the big man belly pressure and he was able to get Hokuseiho out. This was beautiful sumo from Tsurugisho today. He's one of the few uh, rikishi who who looks just size-wise able to keep Hokuseiho high. He did that today. I thought this was beautiful. There was a face expression of Tsurugisho's after this that I wouldn't call a smile, <laughs> yeah. but he wasn't frowning. No. So that's as happy as I've ever seen Tsurugisho. He usually looks quite stern, doesn't he? Was there a little twitch at the corner no, of the mouth? Not at all, but <laughs> like he definitely wasn't frowning. But he should be very, very happy with his sumo today. I think this feels like very considered in uh, his approach today against Hokuseiho. Just didn't let Hokuseiho... Well, I mean, it's interesting. I, I say that Tsurugisho did well here because he kept Hokuseiho high. Usually Hokuseiho does a very good job of keeping himself high. But there was something about the speed that Tsurugisho was able to generate out of the touchy eye that just left Hokuseiho unable to react quick enough. Yeah, and not letting Hokuseiho on the belt as well. So Hokuseiho was in that second batch uh, one off the pace, and he drops one more behind that now at five and two. Tsurugisho is four and three. Uh, another ricochet to move to five and two was Hirodoumi today oh, with yeah. some very uh, impressive and determined sumo against Aoyama. Came out of the touchy eye very, very hot. Had to withstand a uh, flurry of attacks that hit him in the face repeatedly. 
This was hard. This was hard to watch. <laughs> yeah, but, but he, he just took kept- it well though. He's good at taking. Um, slaps and, and sort of punches almost here well, to him, he, isn't he? He showed it today. He just kept moving forward and took Aoyama over the bales. Uh, so five and two, as I said, Hirodumi. Uh, Aoyama struggling a bit on two and five. Maybe had a big night with the news of Tochinoshin's retirement. <laughs> One thing I did see on to- just to return to Tochinoshin's Instagram is because he's in the same stable as Aoyama. There are a lot of great pictures of Aoyama. Uh, one of our sumo friends, Sigi Sauer, put up a whole lot of pictures of her Tochinoshin collection. And there are some great ones of him and Aoyama in there. It was really nice to see. I don't know, just making them a bit more human. Nice. May say he is undefeated coming up today against Sadanoumi. Now, Sadanoumi can stop you in your tracks. And so I think Maysay had to be careful today. But he was fast and strong again. He lent in with his shoulder jumped out of the way of a Sadanoumi attack and was able to drag him down. So that's seven and zero for Mesa. Huge height. He's looking very, Ooh. very good. Another day. You're exactly right. I mean, Sadanoumi can be one of those opponents who can just rain on your parade. Mesa, mm. um, great mix of careful but wild sumo today to move to seven and zero and stay in the lead. Yeah. For now. I'm hasty. But we're in the middle weekend and uh, there's a lot of sumo to go. Sadanumi on three and four. Look, that's the second lackluster woo I've given tonight too. I'd just like to apologise. It's Saturday night. I'm, I'm in the mood for a woo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up here we had Abi. Mm. Have, have I got the right bat? Yeah, Abi and Midori Fuji. Uh, look, this was no good. It was no good. Uh it was another alternative approach to the touchy eye from Abi. Yeah. Which I'll say, I'm not going to be as kind with my words. This was a another dog act. Yeah. I think the dog act might have to come back. It, well, it never went away. Yeah. It's just <laughs> Here it is. so perfectly applied to Abi. It's, look, everyone should treat themselves to a hanker every now and then. Mm. But- it's just day, it feels like day after day after day. There's no straight line sumo. There's no honest meeting of his opponent. Uh, but. Well, he reached in as Midori Fuji came back. He latched onto the belt. He did. Midori Fuji did well to follow him here. But yeah, Abi got on the belt uh, and they went backwards. Abi threw Midori Fuji down here. But as he was moving backwards, he stepped out first before. Well, it looked to me as though he stepped out first. Uh, Abi threw Midori Fuji down. The Gyoji gave this one to Midori Fuji. There was a monoe and a very long monoe. It was so long. They watched it so many times. Midori Fuji, as he went down, he tried to keep his hands up. He might have even tried to put his hand down on Abi's foot to stop himself touching the ground. I think that probably would have still counted as a touch. But it was really, really close. And I think probably fair enough in terms of how yeah. they landed. It was judged a Torinaoshi. I, I think this was okay. I mean, the replay again, looked it looked about the same time. But something so weird happened in the Torinaoshi. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'd already seen one hanker and it definitely was a hanker from Abi. And this time we saw the double hanker. It's rare. And what's also interesting is the one, which is what happened, where they go the opposite Oh, sorry, they go the same way. So they jump into the gap. So they both move around to the side. They both go to the 
left in this case. I don't think I've ever seen this happen before. It was it was quite nice. I like yeah. these kind of moves. And again, NHK treated us with that beautiful overhead angle of I love this. That angle, yeah. And it showed perfectly they both went to it to their left. Uh, Abi then tried the pull. Midori yep. Fuji came forward and was able to push him out. So it was a Midori Fuji win, which I really liked after all of these shenanigans, in particular Abi's mm. first one. But there was something really interesting in the the interview which you picked up. Well, both of the uh, Rikishi, as they walked down the Hanamichi, had a quick chat with NHK uh, journalists. Abi said, well, he was asked, what were you thinking going into that second touchy eye. And he said, well, I wasn't, I didn't go in with a plan. It just happened. Don't believe that. Now, but anyway, in, sure. Well, when have we heard that before? Yeah. He gave the exact same answer when he hankered Takiyasu mm. in the playoff, November 2022. Yeah, right. I don't buy this at all. No. He's been doing it for the last six days. Yeah. He knows what he's going to do. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. like a... A criminal who's like, I don't remember. I yeah, don't remember. exactly. I mean, at this point, <laughs> no recollection. He's, he's lying to us. Yeah. I mean, hanker is a one is one thing, but lying to us about it? Yeah. Just say you were going to do a hanker. Just say it. We all know it. Yeah. Uh, Midori Fuji was asked, did you expect Abi to hanker on that second bout? And he said, of course. <laughs> of course I did. Well, he was right. Yeah, well, he was exactly right. And, and I'll expect Abi to hanker tomorrow as well. Uh, let's move into Sanyaku. Yep, well, the first Sanyaku bout was uh, the Endo Hoshoryu uh, bout, which Hoshoryu got the fifth central and moved to five and two. Then we had Kiribayama coming up against Shodai. I was looking forward to this. Shodai came out of the Tachiya with huge pushes. Kiribayama bounced back. He was able to stabilise. But Shodai just had one thing in mind. He was on the attack and he was able to push Kiribayama out. This was supreme sumo from Shodai (laughs) here. Every movement uh, of this bout was perfect from him. The Tachiya was strong. He hit Kiribayama exactly where he needed to hit him. But the movement forward after that was sublime. Kiribayama was swamped here. Yeah, he really was. And so that means that he moves to five and two as well. So joining Hoshoryu with that loss. Shodai three and four at uh, Komasubi. That's all right. Well, it's it's actually interesting. We, we didn't talk about the Mitakumi match today. But but similar to Shodai, all eyes are off these two uh, ex-Ozeki. But... They're still capable of some very, very good sumo. Yeah. And there's something very satisfying about that for me. Well, maybe it's worth mentioning that. Mitakumi, he came up against Takanosho today and looked very, very strong. Beat him Yorikiri and moved to 5-2 as well. So he's in that 5-2 pack, Mitakumi. But look, I mean, Mitakumi, it's not really about him being on the leaderboard. No. There's no chance he's going to win the Yusho, but this is about pride. Mm. It's about getting a Kachikoshi for the first time in... Yep. Too long, many, like many, many. or something like that. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, his other ex-Ozeki mate, Shodai, moves to 3-4 with that very impressive win. And as you said, Kiribayama, 5-2. Well, we come to about Nishiki Fuji and Sekiwake Wakamoto Haru. We did, I wouldn't say successfully, <laughs> but nominate Nishiki Fuji as the Wakatakakage stand-in to keep the uh, double brother win campaign alive. So 
what we didn't predict that they would actually fight each other one day. Yeah. Which shouldn't be allowed, even with stand-in brothers. But no, today they, they had to face acknowledge up. what exactly. we've done and not put them up against each other. Um, it was a great bout though. Waka Wakamoto Haru went straight for the belt with the left hand. Uh, took him a little while, but eventually landed it. And here Nishiki Fuji was in trouble. Nishiki Fuji here, I thought it was so clever the way he retreated across the doyo. He did manage to break free of the uh, of the Wakamoto Haru belt hold. And I thought, maybe we're on here. But Wakamoto Haru filled that empty space, moved in quickly and took Nishiki Fuji over the bales. Another great one for Wakamoto Haru. Keeps him one out in front of that 5-2 pack on 6-1. <laughs> But yeah, Nishiki Fuji, he's not fighting badly sometimes. Oh no, I, I think he's I think he's completely fine. And he's been fighting up uh in these first seven days. He's fought uh Daesho, Shodai, Kodnawaka, Kiribayama. Magashira to Endo was his only win. Yeah. Ozeki Takakesho and today Sekiwake Wakamoto Haru. His second week will be easier. Yep. But it's just a, about him. Keeping his mind positive as those black dots continue to rack up. And as Wakamoto Haru came back down the Hanamichi, he uh, was happy with himself, but also with his brother, the remaining brother in the competition, Wakatakamoto, who also got his... Wakamoto Haru didn't get his kachikoshi, but Wakatakamoto got his kachikoshi today with a win. He's four and uh, four four wins now. He must be 4-0. That's fantastic news. Uh... Take us through the next bout, yeah, Daesho. Daesho and Kodnawaka. Daesho looked like he was in trouble early, actually, here. Kodnawaka went body to body, negated the slap and push. Daesho tried to pull down. It didn't work. But he was able to eventually slip out. His footwork is really red hot at the moment. And he was able to slip away to the left. And then he had space. He opened himself up a whole wide range of space to do his own style of sumo and pushed and blasted Kodnawaka out. Completely agree about the footwork of Daesho today. I mean, normally he's an upstairs ricochet in that you want to keep an eye on what's going on upstairs. Today, he said, look down here. Yeah. My legs are down here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And just showed a different texture to his, his sumo today. Um I thought he was in big trouble when uh, he was forced in close and had no room to move. And then the, the, the legs kick in. Yeah. Strong suddenly, legs. Strong little legs. Suddenly I'm, I'm Mr. Doyo exploring <laughs> all, all parts of the clay there. Great win for Daesho. It really was because we know that uh, Kodnoaka is uh, doing very well as well. He's only 3-4 now, but he is fighting up. He's Komasubi and hasn't managed to pull it off. Uh, that often, but he did so well against Daesho here. But Daesho stays in that uh, one loss pack with Wakamoto Haru. He is six and one. Very cool for him. Takakesho came up next against Ura. All the knee guys at the top tonight. So Takakesho with his knee problems, Ura with his knee problems. There's Terunofuji up there as well. So the strapping is uh, apparent at these last few bouts. Uh, Takakesho, he blasted forward. He shoved, he shoved again, and then Ura was out. What happened here? Takakesho looks great. Well, it was very much a repeat of his effort yesterday, wasn't it, Takakesho? Just rediscovering. Well, I, I shouldn't say Takakesho. Takakesho's body yeah. <laughs> rediscovering uh, the shove and the push. Just moving with 
by itself, just understanding well, well, sumo. If if you haven't heard some of our earlier podcasts, uh, Tucker Keisho talks about his sumo in that once the bout starts, his mind leaves his body, mm. and yeah, I mean basically the mind is watching. Yep. So that's what he concentrates on in his training is to teach the body what it needs to know. So when the mind checks out, yeah. the body's doing the right thing. Yeah, and today it absolutely looked like oh, that. Oh, the body knew what to do today, the I'll tell you what. The body came through. And I'm sure Tucker Keisho's mind sitting on the sidelines would have loved what it saw today. <laughs> He's applauding. Yeah. It's like, that guy looks really strong. Why yeah. are his knees tapes? He so, looks fine. A very positive result and positive sumo from Tucker Keisho, but I've got big questions about Ura's approach to this particular bout. Went off the long run-up. I think it's past the time when Rikishi, the quality of Tucker Keisho, are going to be baited into overcommitting at the touchy eye. So I wonder about this approach in the lo- in the long term now for Ura. Well, he saw Tucker Keisho really strong yesterday against Nishiki Fuji. He saw him jump forward. He saw the pushes activate and Takakesho get back into that routine or that rhythm of shoving. So I don't know why he waited back so far and just let that happen. Yeah, like crazy, he just set up this area, this, you know, square meter for Takakesho to just come at him and he was so close to the Tawara then because he was back so far and Two pushes got him out. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I say Rikishi, the quality of Takakesho, aren't going to fall for that trap, if you can even call it a trap these mm. days. So, look, Takakesho, five and two now, edging ever closer to those eight wins that he needs to uh, solidify his Ozeki status, his Kataban at the moment. Ura, lackluster three and four. That brings us to the final bout of day seven, Terunofuji versus Kim Borzan. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Terunofuji versus Kim Borzan. I nearly fell off my chair. I know. When I, I saw this. I didn't see because earlier in the NHK coverage, they were hyping up Kim Borzan and playing some uh, some repeats of yep. his previous bouts. And I was just like, why are they focusing so much on Kim Borzan? He hasn't even fought yet. You know, it's not that important. He's up his highest, sure, but what's happening here? And then suddenly realised that, it was him against Terunofuji today. So Kim Bozan was in Jurio in January uh, <laughs> where he fought Chianakuni and beat him. And then two basho later, he's fighting Terunofuji. I mean, that's a, it's a big, big difference. We know that he was over-promoted is probably a safe uh, thing to say. He went 11 and 4 last time. He's now at Magashira 5. Is that right? Yep. And I think I've haven't been as interested in a Terunofuji bout. I was just so curious to see what Kim Bozan would do, what his approach would be. Not for a second did I thought that Kim Bozan could win. Mm. I mean, I'm open to being surprised, but I was just interested to see his approach here. Uh, look, Kim he, Bozan... He gave it a shot. He gave it a shot. <laughs> I think it, he went for the front belt grip. Yeah. Under the belt of Terunofuji. Now, that's optimistic. Yeah. Because when you miss that, and Kim Bozan did miss it, you're wide open. Yeah. <laughs> and he experienced what happens to you when you leave yourself wide open like that. Yeah. Terunofuji, yeah, pushed forward then, and a beautiful Uwatanage over-up throw win. Look, it's your first time against Yokozuna. I think it's only, what, so second Makuchi appearance for Kim Bozan. This is part of the learning experience. Yeah, 
Absolutely. When when Kim Bozan made his debut yeah. in Sumo, uh, which was September 2021, that was Terunofuji's first basho at Yokozuna. Oh, right. So just, just to just to try to get a handle on the, the Sumo history these two have, uh, Terunofuji with that long, rich history, Kim Bozan's so new to, yeah. the, to the upper echelon of the sport. I did like... Uh, the way that Terunofuji stared him down before. <laughs> and, like he really gave him a I, good Terunofuji angry face. It felt like it, didn't it? It felt like it was way more exaggerated. Yeah. He was there to intimidate Kim Bozan. But what I wondered there is whether that wasn't a sign of respect, you know. Like why would he worry about, you know, giving him that look if he wasn't just, if there wasn't some part of Terunofuji's mind that was like, what if this guy does just do... Ah, uh, well, I think he was trying to win the bout before they even got going. Yeah, with and that, I think he probably succeeded. It mental, was yeah. so intimidating, <laughs> his stare down. Kim Bozan tried not to engage with the eyes. You know, he was sort of looking at the ground a bit. But, you know, there's no way that you can't feel that the power of that stare. Yeah. Another powerful performance from uh, Terunofuji there. He is 7-0. and zero. Take us through the leaderboard. Yeah, so seven and zero alongside Magashira six, Meisei, and Magashira fourteen, Asaniyama, all unbeaten. And then Hokuseiho today dropped off that second top position, and we're left with on six and one, Daisho and Wakamoto Haru. Maybe it's worth mentioning who's on five: Takakesho, Kirabiyama, Hoshoryumi, Takumi, Hiradumi, Hokuseiho, and Miyogiryu. Yeah, Miyogiryu, the quiet achiever. <laughs> Yeah. He's doing quite well. He's got three in a row coming into the middle day. I saw a video today of Miyogiryu walking in that someone had taken and all the ladies, are, like he's just so popular with oh, the ladies. They're absolutely. all just like, Ooh. It's quite sweet. Let's have a look at the bouts uh, maybe for the top three tomorrow. And we're going right down the bottom of the list to see Asaniyama take on a young rikishi, an up-and-coming rikishi by the name of Hokuseiho. Oh, Okay. That's a great bout yeah. for Nakabe. Uh They've only met once before Asaniyama took that one. Gee, this will be uh, one to look out for. Yeah, look, I've, I've had my problems with Hokuseiho, but when I hear about that matchup, I'm thrilled. Oh, tell you what. <laughs> uh, Meisei takes on Hirudaumi. Should yeah. be a good bout. Hirudaumi on 5-2, as we said, starting to find some rhythm with his sumo. Terunofuji tomorrow takes on Kota Shoho, Magashira okay. 5. What's their record? Uh, it's 4-0, Terunofuji's yeah. way. <laughs> Kota Shoho down on his luck, not fighting terribly, but only has one win on the opening day against Kinbolzan and is now 1-6. and six. Well, there you go. That is day eight, Nakabe tomorrow. We'll also be commentating the Jurio division tomorrow on YouTube. So if you want to get a notification about that, find Sumo Mainichi on YouTube and hit follow. And then when we go live, you'll get a little ding. <laughs> and yeah, then we'll take you through Jurio. It's lots of fun. Heaps of people hanging out and chatting Sumo while we go through that excellent division. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Yeah.